0: Welcome to Under the Vogon Villa. A podcast encouraging the extraordinary questioning societal rules and taking action on a daily basis.
1: Finding ways to create a life of freedom and true joy while still kind of contributing to society.
0: Becoming the version of yourself that is best for you, the people around you and the
1: world. This is Lexi Monzelio and... Lawrence. Just know Yes. <laughs> All right, welcome, guys, to episode eight. We have a very exciting guest today. Um, it's actually quite a funny story. Well, I don't know if it's a funny story. <laughs> funny but story, actually. Funny story. <laughs> <laughs> um, our friend that's in the studio today, BU, who we're going to hear a little bit more about the name evolution in a second. Um, He reached out to me on Instagram, obviously through the restaurant, through Lexi's, Mm -hmm. just to chat a little bit more around how we could maybe collab in the future and what the journeys that we're both on are and what they're looking like and how we can influence the world to to make more plant-based choices. And we haven't really done anything on that front, but we will, we will, it's coming. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I thought it would be a really amazing opportunity to have um, have you on the podcast today because we're obviously privileged white kids who live in Joburg and grew up here. So the plant-based journey for us has obviously been quite one-dimensional if you want to call it that quite way easy. or quite easy i mean obviously afrikaans culture maybe has a little bit of kickback but i
0: was confusing mostly
1: i think that <laughs> in terms of just mm. accessibility and experience it would have been very different um, mm-hmm. so i would love to talk to you a little bit more about that so we're going to talk a little bit about that yeah um and then yeah we're going to just chat about all the amazing things that you're doing in your life which is a lot by the way and <laughs> we'll link we'll link all of that shit in the in the description for anyone who's gonna go check it out, which I'm sure is a lot of people. So yeah, let's start by discussing your name a little bit more. I love the name yeah. choice. Um, we yeah, be you. It's it's such a cool like dif- disruptor of what is what like you know you're you're like telling people my name yeah. is you. You need to be you. So let's yeah. talk about that a little bit. I like it.
2: Um, it was actually inspired by uh, mm-hmm. I think it was Neil Armstrong. Is it Neil Armstrong one of the cyclists? The guys that.
1: Lance Armstrong. Lance Armstrong. Yeah, Armstrong. Yes.
2: So his his thing was um his family crest model motto was Be Strong or something about something along those lines, mm. Armstrong, whatever. So it was like a, a personal family model, but he had it on him, on like his, his arm. So every time he would be down or whatever, he'd look at it and say, Be strong. So, which is his surname, Armstrong, so it's on his arm, um, be strong. So I thought, how do I find, how do I correlate <clears throat> a message from the past me to the future me and to everyone around me? What's my motto? My name is Lutando uh, from birth, I got that from my father, which is, it's kind of a female name.
1: Um, really? Not, yeah, I didn't know that.
2: It's not a male's
1: my, name. My, my name is a, a man's name. Alexi. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. telling me that. Yeah. So so interesting.
2: So I have um, it's lutando, which means love in Zulu. Um, yeah, it's very feminine, It's not masculine.
1: It's beautiful. Thank you. I 2022, man. What is masculine <laughs> and feminine anymore? Anyway.
0: Yeah. Also, oh you can good. argue that there's a lot of power in love. Hundred percent. See, that's
2: the thing. A lot of people don't don't see water as a threat until you're drowning or until it's a mm-hmm. flood, you know, or anything like that. It's more just being love and love is in everything so that's one thing that i kind of like the first part of my name lutando and i didn't like that growing up so i made a nickname for myself which was tj tj Cute. dominus it was like an alter ego my escape from everything <laughs> i was like a rapper crumper
1: <laughs> 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 nice <Yes. laughs> yeah
2: yeah it was, where did you grow great. up in KZN. okay um yeah
1: what area? Mlasi, am okay. yeah Okay. Okay. When did you move from there to job Sorry, we're digressing again. I'm it's just cool. curious. It's
2: alright. I like to flow. Um, I'm. I moved up to Johannesburg in two thousand seventeen
1: okay so you were 16. there for That's quite, cool. quite a long yeah yeah yeah. okay yeah. okay so back to the name Sorry, sorry
2: yeah and then um i wanted to move away from tj dominus when i came up here because a lot of people kept on saying you're not being yourself because i have an accent and it's like okay first of all you're a black dude who's from durban who's never seen america and you have this weird ass name tj dominus like you're trying to be someone else just be yourself so they kept on saying be you the whole time but i just wasn't noticing it so i just decided okay i'm gonna go back it's, i'm gonna go by lutando i'm gonna go by him timbo i'm not too sure then a friend of mine named Bo was uh, his full name is uh Sbonero, but he goes by bo inspired me i was like that's so cool from the uh lewis Hel- lewis hamilton
1: yeah, the racing Lance car Armstrong. guy. Lance Armstrong. Oh, Lance Armstrong. So thank you very much.
2: From that to to war, my friend. The shortened version. The meaning of finding meaning with what you have. So what you've been given. Instead of trying to look out and create something completely different, to work with what you have. So when I looked at my name over and over, the thing that stood out was my surname, the legacy of from Everybody has lived before me. And the BU part, which is the last syllable of my surname, was like, this is it and plus everybody's been saying this and plus it means this and plus i'm a rapper and it has
1: that's amazing yeah i lost my
2: mind when i found that and it was there staring at me the whole time literally when i got to my first radio interview at aldo's uh which is so weird because they kept on calling in for to make orders so it was one of those community radios yeah yeah so they kept on calling in so i was on studio recording and talking to everyone and they're like, so the the phones are now open. Can we please speak? Call call in. Mm-hmm. Then people call and be like, can I please get a chicken with a burger? <laughs> so everyone was ordering there. They were calling the wrong line to order.
1: That's so <laughs> weird. Yeah.
2: It was a community radio, so oh, they're still coming up. But that was part of my journey. And then at the end of that show, they said to me, um, you need to record an uh, what is this an ad not an ad lib but like um, uh, mad libs. Yeah, something along those lines. At the end of the show, you're he like, hey, this is Bu, and I was here for you know that type of stuff. So, but at that time, I was CJ Dominus. So, as I'm talking, I say, hey, what's up, it's CJ Dominus? And I keep choking every time when I have to say the name of the show. And they said, yeah just come down, just breathe, BU you. And at the end of that show, I literally went home, and I was like, I'm gonna go by That's Bu. It. I'm I'm literally gonna go by Bu. And I was I was scared that if I said boo People would think B O O. Yeah. So it's not that. So it's okay if you spell it because it makes it clear that it's Yeah. yeah, yeah. Boo, but it's B U, not B O O. So that's So
1: you're fine if because I've obviously been calling you boo quite well fine. whenever I reference you because I didn't like make the connection. Yeah. yeah. Um. So you you're fine with both.
2: Both are okay, correct. Cool. One is the spelling. One is the actual pronunciation. I
1: like it. Yeah.
2: So I, I like both, and it makes a lot of especially as a rapper, it makes a lot of rappers very um. Uh, uncomfortable. Like calling another guy a bull.
1: I <laughs> <laughs> like it. Yeah, disruption. Like, man, yeah, that's great. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, it's yeah. so it's so cool. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so I love that story. Mm. Um, so next, obviously. So for those of you guys on the podcast listening who don't know, mm. Lawrence and I are plant based. Obviously, I um founded Lexi's, which is a mostly vegan restaurant with the philosophy of eat more plants, which means I'm not going to berate anyone who's not totally vegan, mm. but I do aspire towards or think that everyone should aspire to it, towards like a perfection, mm. a perfect vegan life because mm. it is, it's it's cruelty free, it's the most ethical, it's the most sustainable for the planet, it's the healthiest for yourself. I mean, there's so many reasons, so, mm. so we do promote and the podcast obviously does promote a plant-based life yeah. while we are imperfect and quite open about that. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I wanted to ch- to ask you what the motivation was to make the change, when yeah. you did it, and and then depending on how long that takes if you remember we'll ask it again what the journey was like because <laughs> i don't know you never know how long this
2: takes <laughs> <go>. <laughs> true. so there's a short version of the answer and there's a long version What would you prefer
1: Fuck it let's do the long one do the long yeah. Version. Yeah. Okay.
2: okay so i i i like to do a lot of introspective sitting down with myself and just having really clear It's almost like my imagination takes over, and I don't know if it's true or if it wasn't, but it feels real. So there's moments when I think back and I can remember to grade two. Sorry about that.
1: No, it's fine.
2: So grade two, I remember when you were learning. We were learning about the foods and and, in class. Like this is this protein this has this this has this and I had my best friend I went to an Indian school uh, Nagari Prachani Primary School um, NPS it was called and this kid was next to me I had a lot of money he was really well off but he was my friend for some reason and he was just sitting there <laughs> My, my my special party trick was doing the splits Like I was that kid, the splits kid
1: <laughs> That's <laughs> amazing You uh,
2: liked that Can you, know? you still do the splits? No, no, okay, I'm still okay. really, really flexible but nah,
1: Yeah, the splits are quite me. a tough one I'm yeah. so not there
2: <laughs> So we're chilling in a class And there's this um, table And he's just like fascinated with this table And he keeps talking about What he eats at home and everything And I'm looking at it and I'm like I see all that But why are we eating That stuff at the bottom Isn't that like that's alive. Why in
1: grade two that?
2: yeah so i, I was questioning that's i was like nuts. but why are we eating that and i didn't know and he couldn't answer so i asked the teacher he was like no there's protein and you know when when adults tend to not really have an actual answer like you've asked them an adult question you know as a kid so she kind of panicked and defaults listen to me i'm your teacher yeah
1: do what i say you know
2: but i told my friend i nudged him and i was like When I'm old, I'm not gonna eat those. When I have the power to, I'm gonna stop eating that, you know. And it carried on. Life just carried on. So I carried on eating and living, and I forgot that. I completely forgot that part of my life until 2016, somewhere there.
1: So like shortly before you moved to. Before I moved,
2: I had a discussion with my wife, and it was out of nowhere. I think it was Instagram that was showing me. Sorry, my ex-wife, um, showing me a lot of um, vegan stuff on Instagram, and I loved Instagram at that time. I didn't understand why or how the algorithms worked, but I liked it. I was like, I need this. <laughs> I know what it is. I found it fascinating, and um, got in discussion with her, and I was like, I'd actually give this life a shot. The whole, kind. she's like, Yeah, you need to slowly get into it and not jump i was like no i'm a jumper like <laughs> i don't want to like slowly i it's like i just want to do it And it's like yeah but i'm cooking and it's cheaper to get this food because you know she explained it to me and i was like ah, okay cool so that didn't happen initially but she started entertaining the idea you know and as time went i think three or four years later we got divorced. That's when I was like, now I'm vegan. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the first things. I don't
1: know if I should be laughing. That's hilarious. <laughs>
2: literally said that. I remember that. I'm I was pretty- like, now I'm vegan. I'm, I am I. don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going to fail forward. Like, I literally did so, so many things that I, I was doing wrong when I started. Like, I was still having biscuits. And I was like, I stop eating meat. That's what veganism is about. But I was eating biscuits because I love biscuits. But oh, I didn't really know that expensive. like eggs is also involved. In, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I thought you don't eat the egg egg, not the egg in the biscuit. I yes. was like, okay. So then I had to give up biscuits. I was like, oh, no, <laughs> what am I doing? I'm going to miss biscuits so much. <laughs> and at that time, I didn't know where you could find vegan biscuits or alternatives or anything like that. You know, I go out to restaurants and know that I'm not going to eat. I literally say, I'm not eating, or well, maybe chips and rolls. That's all yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. eating. That's my yeah. go to meal.
1: Okay, I just want to quickly, because um, we need more context for this. Okay. What, like, would a week of meals look like in your home before, before you went vegan? Like,
2: home is in, because there's three homes in this case home, bachelor home, marriage home, or home is in when I, was, when I was born.
1: Let's say. What do you think? Home where you were born? Um, or, or marriage home.
2: Marriage home. Marriage, marriage home, home. Was she was she was um part French, part Afrikaans.
0: Maybe okay. home home. Then. Maybe both. <laughs> Let's home. Let's both.
2: Let's do both. Okay, so um Meat is is huge in black households. I'm, I won't say only there, but I mean that's where it's like you have to. It's it's a bri every weekend, at Saturday and Sunday, and probably Friday sometimes. So that's already minus three days.
1: And why um, would you? So, is it just a social thing? Because it's like that's it's, it's just custom, or what? what?
2: It, it's kind of it's that and ego. Okay. It's that and ego. Like men, whenever men come together, it has to be... Meat. Meat. And, and fire. Alcohol. <laughs> and alcohol. And let's talk about women, you know. And, <laughs> you know, and for me, it was... I always didn't... I didn't Never, I mean, I've been in circles like that, but I never felt like I fit in those mm. circles. You know, many reasons, but the main one was like, but you're going in circles, how can you enjoy going in circles? Why don't we go forward?
1: Mm. You know,
2: we're talking about the same thing. Every weekend, eating the same meal every
1: weekend. That's like, like a global thing, hey? That's yeah. not that's white culture, yeah. that's exactly Italian that. culture, Afrikaans, wow. everyone yeah. is the same. Is yeah. I think it's like a societal problem that we all get stuck to because we
0: seek it once again it comes back to seeking comfort
1: mm. as opposed mm. to
0: progress the, yeah the, the brain i re, i heard something earlier the brain loves efficiency and the way it sees efficiency is habit Mm. So, once we're in a habit, the brain's happy. Yeah, so, so once you like you're in that.
1: The brine every weekend, it becomes a habit that's yeah. like very hard. Okay, cool. So. It makes a
0: lot of sense.
1: Okay, cool. Which
2: podcast was
0: that? Um, that was actually not a podcast. It was just a YouTube video. Oh, YouTube video. About, about transformation, like uh, life transformation. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay, cool. So, that's a bit more context. I like that. Okay, cool. So, then. Um, so you're now navigating this the beginning of the vegan journey
2: yeah um yeah I had no clue what I was doing I'd literally tell people I'm vegan and they'd laugh right first the your face and then people would go on to ask why you're vegan then I'd as I'm telling them, they cut me mid-convo, and they would be like, I would die.
0: I, I can't do <laughs> that. I always the first response.
1: Like, I, would I die. could never I, do that.
2: And I'm like, but I didn't ask you. You have to
1: finish this.
0: <laughs> Let
2: me finish my story. We'll get to you, you know? So, yeah, the, the, the journey, and at some point, I took it to heart. I took it very personal. At some point, I was like, is this going to happen my whole life? Where every day with different strangers sometimes even the same strangers sometimes even family i mean before i felt like an outcast but now i feel like an alien mm. i feel like this thing that every time someone eats to look at me and just be like let's poke him with a stick see how he reacts mm-hmm. you know and some people made it their point to mock you know mm. which was okay because i've been the receive. i've been on that that end where i've mocked somebody very close my sister So my sister watched the documentary when she was in high school. That's the first time I ever actually heard of um, Living Green. You know, she was was touched to a point where she decided she's going to go vegetarian. And I was like, why? (laughs) She didn't have a why. She just said, because I watched something. I was like, okay, why? You know, I don't get it. So I literally every time we had a meal, I used to mock her and laugh at her and poke at her. So every time it happened to me, I'd be like, Am I paying the price for what I did? <laughs> <How laughs> it's coming you? back. 100%. You know? So and I was I I became fine with that because of being on the other side. I felt like I needed to be there in order to be where I was at that time, you know. But <clears throat> it it moved from Being a mock type of thing, where I was like, "No, you guys can't stop making, can't keep making fun of me." To go for it, let's see what you can do differently to somebody else. I've I've heard it all at this point, you know. Just I got comfortable with it, yeah. Which is where I am right now. So,
1: so the reactions then from your family, friends, and like general public was Mm. relatively negative, right?
2: Um, I think it was fascination. For the most part mm. and just not knowing how to feel about the fast. And look, I've always been a rebel um, and I, and I see this when I look back. It always makes sense when you look back. When I look at I grew up in a township, but I was that kid who had who was an, in an okay family. You know we weren't like everybody else so that on its own and then we have access to a car vehicle and i go to to schools out of the township mm. so i'm really standing out just on face value and then i have like this crazy imagination that i just have and i just created all these imaginary friends and and i picked up an accent which i don't know when or how i picked it up
1: i was just gonna ask you yeah about the i accent. was also gonna ask you
2: about <laughs> So,
1: did you watch like tv
2: i did but i i don't think that's enough
1: i, had I such a, it is very interesting i think it's like that identification yeah
2: you choose your identity
1: yeah where you've decided you're different, so you're going to be different and embrace yeah, it.
2: You Definitely. I feel like a huge part of, yeah, we can bring it down to science and all these other things, but it is choice. We live in a day and age where people can tell you. Well, you can look at them and be like, you're this. And be like, no, actually, I'm not. I'm this and it's like okay cool you are what you say you are and if you walk that path then all the more better yeah. for me to believe it yeah. you know? so I grew up in that and I was heavily influenced by hip-hop was my escape from the negativity around me so which mm. led me to
1: I think that also influences that like, yeah yeah okay it's making sense
2: it led me to like now sticking Eminem and 50 Cent and all these guys to my wall on my wall and those are my friends as well like and I'm rapping against you know i um, I'm imagining all these things and it was my escape from everything so from that background having to walk around the hood or the township and wear like a blinged out necklace and pants all the way low down here and he's kind of walking with a bounce with a cap
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're, going
2: to the you shop. <laughs> you're not going to Hollywood you go going to the sponsor shop and he's gonna go there and, and, I'm, I'm, and I was that dude who I walk in it and I'm in my head, I'm not there. You know, I'm wherever I want to be. In Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, you can even say that to some degree. <laughs> and it's not like I'm like everyone else is less or everyone else sucks. It's like, this is who I am. This is where I'm at. Mm. You meet me where I'm at. So when I get there, I'll be like, yo, man, can you give me some of that, that the 40 in the back, bro? And he's like,
1: Huh?
2: <laughs> Give me that Coca-Cola, bro And it's like, okay, cool um, That was me imitating an American accent
1: <laughs> I get it I, I was definitely different to the usual Yeah
2: <laughs> So um, so that I was known as that So that even made me more of an outsider And, and uh, like a black sheep You know, in the community, in the family No one speaks like me, no one acts like me No one thinks like me I was like, that's just me So now moving and trends moving from that to this that i'm at just kind of makes sense as well it's like i've always been that so i'm okay with that mm. you know and i've also been on that end also where i did i knew less so i i, I judge people on the other end which sucks i wish there was no this side and that side i wish Yo. it was like, you all you come as you are and i see you and i want to see you in fact i want to see i want to find myself in you mm. you know that's i feel like that's the most important part or that the way that i kind of move now like i look for myself in everybody instead of trying to impose myself on anyone yeah Mm. yeah
1: yeah that's beautiful i think i think the world is definitely like behaves from a place of fear and Mm. defensiveness which changes the every interaction i mean you see it every day like yeah. Even even people treating you differently because you were different mm. Is because they're afraid of different It's not because, you know It's not necessarily because they <clears> don't <throat> like it or they're not mm. Whatever or, or if, okay. Yeah
2: Oh, that's crazy You just quoted almost verbatim a movie that I, I like um, It's one of my top ten movies The Accountant, the Accountant.
1: Oh Lawrence has been trying To get me to watch that We should just watch
2: it It is such a good movie It's a cool movie
1: It's the third person Affirmation that I needed That's what <laughs> I <mean.
2: laughs> so There's a scene in there Where their, their, their father Moves from military base To another military base And in France And uh, I think you know Which one I'm talking about In the mm. back of the car And The kid Has been bullied By these kids And he got beaten up And his glasses are broken And his father Is talking to him And he says They don't like you They don't dislike you the thing is you're different and after a while different scares people mm. you know and i watched that movie so many times but that scene resonated mm. with me so much
1: yeah but because it's true yeah i mean we we both also were black sheep of the family in mm. in a different ways diff- different ways to you but it definitely the way that people treat you in your childhood is is for, for me it was quite destructive and damaging mm. but now as an adult i look back and i can see quite clearly that it's just because there was fear because mm. you're you're exploring things that are unfamiliar and you're pre- preaching projecting expressing things that are mm. are not in part of part of people's comfort zone which then becomes a
0: threat i think mm. it plays to the uncertainty factor in the brain mm. and our brains are notoriously bad at comprehending the uncertain, mm. and that's that directly relates to fear. Yeah, mm. a fear conversation I watched with Alex Honnold, a, a climber mm. and a psychologist, on explaining oh, yeah. how fear triggers. So, the quickly brain.
1: for the audience and for for Biru, the Alex Honnold is a rock climber, but mm. he climbs with no gear, so no rope, no harness, nothing holding him to the wall, and he climbs up shit that is like 200 meters he's still alive
2: alive. has he ever fallen
1: not that we know he's just so good and he Mm. has no fear and Mm. that's so now you can continue the the therapist conversation with
0: the psychologist conversation and so so they were talking about fear and how it is all about the uncertain mm. and what he then said is the only way to come go past the uncertain is to remove as many variables which doesn't relate to the conversation we're having right now but he practices like all these roots that mm. he free solos with ropes mm. so he goes through every single move and he memorizes everything mm. to remove as much uncertainty and reduce okay. the amount of Yeah
1: fear. and they're like clean the roots and make sure that there's mm. no loose rocks and no mm. sand so that when he does do it without a rope because obviously it's Even if you've practiced something seven hundred times, if you're climbing up a cliff face and you one foot wrong and you will fall to your death, no doubt. Yeah. It's it's gotta be terrifying. Mm. But he's managed to overcome that, which is obviously the the practice and principles of that should be applicable to other things, right? Mm -hmm. And that's why people
0: that's why people behave so strangely, because it is uncertainty about a certain topic, so let's make it plant based. Mm -hmm. Uncertainty about The plant-based world Its effects I've always grown up with Mm. Protein comes from animals Now there's this plant-based thing So I'm uncertain I see this uncertainty I'm fearful So I react in a weird, strange way Yeah
2: And then my question has always been Protein comes from animal Where does an animal get its protein? (laughs) You know
1: 100% (laughs) You know
2: That's 100% Another thing also to factor in But then I do get uh, Humans want I believe that we're all black sheep. None of us are wired the same. Mm. I could look at a coin and be like, oh, that's a coin on the floor. Someone might look at it and be like, that's a useless piece of metal. Someone might look at it and say, I need that. None of us are the same. But I think fear then makes us copy paste. Mm. You know, instead of adding our own narrative or our own perspective and because the brain is lazy yeah now we're just gonna what did you say oh yeah that's what it is because that's what you said and then enough people do that and becomes a norm Mm -hmm. yeah so i feel like yeah it's just we need a little bit more it's okay to be in fear especially if you're doing something for the first time i think it's fine it's okay like i said i was worried when i started i was like what if i get it wrong (laughs) What if I cause I was big at that time, I think I was about ninety three kg of just like I was big in gym and lifting weights and stuff. And I was like, what if I get super skinny and my friends start laughing at me? What if <laughs> I land no more jobs as a model? What if, you know, what if I lose the characters that I've been playing? What what then? You know? And I realized, nah, this is something that I want.
1: Mm.
2: It's I don't know why I want it. But I know why I want it. I mean, I know that I want it. So it must be coming from something beyond me, you know. So I, I then made peace with the not knowing, and going in for.
1: And I th- that is beautiful. And I think that most people spend their lives wanting the same things, yeah. but succumbing to the fear. And what you d- the way you just said that is. Like if there's one thing that I want everyone to hear and take home, it's that because it is, Mm. it it changes the game. Like as soon as you let go of that fear and know that you've got something inside you that needs to come out, whether it's like being a plant based advocate or Mm. starting XYZ business or ending or starting a relationship, Mm. whatever it is, like letting go of the unknown and the fear is is really the it's the key it's the the only thing that you need to do before you like stumble into success right yeah like okay so then when you did that what happened Mm. after that so Um, you let it go and you're like i'm gonna i'm gonna let this this thing inside me that needs to
2: to shine i failed forward there's many discussions and many times where i said i'm vegan like no you're not eating that I am.
1: Your people are quick to, <laughs> quick to judge, huh? And they know yeah, quickly.
2: So quick <laughs> to judge. How do you know that? Like, how do you Yo, know why, that? why? And why are has...
1: you? Just fuck off. Yeah. Like, what do you want?
2: So I, 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 I cleaned it up, and and I got to a point where I was like, my goal was not. I mean, I was very religious as a child. That's where well. I grew up in a Christian uh, household. My father was um, Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> And my mother was um, Catholic, but oh, that's when that's an interesting guess,
1: combination.
2: Yeah. So when we when we grew up, they both became born again.
1: Oh okay. Yeah. Okay, Okay.
2: Okay. So a little bit of everything in terms of the household. I then I think when I took a gap year and I went to uh, a Methodist church to study to be a pastor. When I was nineteen, so that was great. But I realized something, things like systems are bound to fail. They, they, they're created to fail. Like no matter what system it is, it's created. to I believe the idea of systems is never to live by them completely. It's I'm living by the system so somebody else can build another system so somebody else can build another system. So all of that being said, when I was studying my, my Christianity, I realized I don't like being trapped I don't like being told you this and this are your limits you can't if if i believe in a god figure then i'm going to believe in my relationship with that and whatever else that i choose to believe in It's going to be my relation my interpretation my journey my life with it so i didn't finish that course because of that i was like i i can't there's there's still so many questions and it feels like everything is kind of getting swept sweeped under the rug i was like, because
0: they have a copy and paste model Mm. like this is what you learn from start to finish you don't move without that outside of those bounds basically
2: so when i became a vegan i started seeing a sense of that as well and i was like wait is this like it feels like a religion
1: mm. right now you know <laughs> you
2: know and then people saying you can't it's the same way when you're a Christian and you say fuck and someone's like oh you swore and then you're Christian and then you I don't know I'm not Christian you're vegan and you uh, drink wine
1: that's yeah. one thing I
2: didn't know about that some wines are not or most wines are not vegan that's my first question to Lexi <laughs> was it yeah.
0: why that, are the, not the
1: one the, yeah.
0: the day I met her was really? what is a vegan wine I don't fucking understand yeah but I was quite obnoxious back then so yeah it was a weird first question yes.
1: and I think sorry I just want to quickly interrupt you the, mm. the principle of what you're saying mm. I think most people get wrong when approaching diet and lifestyle and plant based and vegan because mm. if you if you think about the discussion around religion mm-hmm. um versus spirituality and like a dogmatic principle set that you given mm-hmm. or your relationship with the divine mm-hmm. whatever your belief system is um if you focused on the relationship whether you get everything right every day mm-hmm. is irrelevant yeah and <clears throat> so i don't call myself vegan anymore because mm-hmm. i'm not i'm mm-hmm. plant-based okay. because i do eat butter croissants like once every three weeks I love them I love them so much and that is okay because I know that my relationship with this pursuit of perfection in plant-based life and like being an advocate for change and climate change and health mm-hmm. and ethical boundaries in the way that we treat animals and all of that, I know that I'm doing the best that I can mm-hmm. and that my relationship with it is is pure and full of aspiration and positivity and power and empowering other people and, and yeah. all of those things. Yeah. And I think if you try and shift your view to be more like that and have... And if we had more imperfect vegans Mm -hmm. in the world that are disregarding this dogmatic set of like, oh my God, today I I accidentally ate this muffin and it had an egg in it, I'm just going to give up. Like, Mm -hmm. oh my God, I can't do this because it's too much. Mm -hmm. Like if you just let that go and you, I mean, and you know, it takes time. And during that time where you're letting the things go and you're slowly cutting down and you're going, okay... Like I eat way less croissants today than I did two, three, four years ago because Mm. I know that the goal is to not, Mm. but I'm okay with making the mistakes along the way because I know that one day I'm going to stand up there and go, you know what, I actually don't eat anything anymore that's not Mm. vegan because I allowed myself and I forgave myself during that process to not be caught up and distracted and and condemned by Mm. that legalistic mindset which that's also something I think that veganism does does wrong. But anyway,
2: so it feels like a self-condemning slash, for lack of a better word, um, Bible-bashing mentality mm. imposing on ourselves. Yes, it's the opposite end of the spectrum. It's either um, I've read this book called Sex God. And i love this book the reason why because when i picked it up i was like oh it's about being a sex god but nah not really
1: <laughs> <laughs> Nah, not, nah really. not really. not
2: really <laughs> when i looked at the sex element it was like this is the intensified most the peak that we can go in physicality when we look at god it's the peak in which we can go in spirituality in terms of how you can um understand the two and they say find a balance be okay with both ends so there'll be people on the on the hot side will be people on the cold side Mm. but you need to find your warmth and it's all about your journey you know and not being so tough being gentle on yourself in this journey because nobody has all the answers i mean out of all the animals on earth we're the only ones that are so fucked up percent. So fucked up. I feel like we put so much on ourselves, and it all goes back to like our like yes, we're so smart that we're stupid. Mm. You know, like every other creature is looking at us like, what are you doing? Nah, bro, you, <laughs> you know?
1: fucking this up. Yeah, <laughs> you know,
2: but it's it's fine. It's it's okay to get it wrong as long as your intentions are to do better tomorrow. Exactly. There's this other movie called the, the Kingsman. Um, it's not Kingsman Watch, but the, it's Kingsman's. These guys, and. It,
1: I know exactly what you're talking about, but I can't remember the full name. Is it Kingsman?
2: Yeah, I think The movie. Might. Just
1: Kingsman, the, the Kingsman. The, the suit? Yes.
2: The, the suit. First yeah. one, yeah. yeah. There's, there's one and two, but there's one where this guy is teaching him how to speak proper. Or oh, not teaching him how to speak proper. So there's this one who's more Cockney, his accent is more, you know.
0: More but slangy. Yeah, more yeah, slangy. No so, bro
2: f- when are you gonna teach me how to speak <laughs> so proper like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You do that so much. <laughs> that was excellent? And then his reply was um it's not about being better than a fellow man. It's not about trying to trump everybody else or acting like you know it all. It's about doing better than you did a few seconds ago. And that's all it's about. You know, if you know better, do better. And if you don't know better, acquire to know better. That's all it is. Just gently, very... Kind of, like, go with the flow of it. Don't force it, you know. So that's, that's one thing else. I repeat a lot of movies, so I... I like it, I like
1: it. Yeah. Like it. yeah. It's, it's, there's uh, good nuggets in there. Yeah. Okay, Um. so then... The, one more thing that I am quite curious about. So you started... Your vegan journey before you came to Joburg?
2: um No, my vegan journey, I think mentally, was in Durban.
1: Okay, so mentally. it's like a, but it, obviously it is a, for me also. It was a, a it's a process.
2: Yeah, it, I think it was years brewing inside me. My family was completely opposed to it, especially when I came to Joburg and I became vegan. They're like, well, you're vegan at home at your place, but here you're not we're going to keep making the food
1: okay so and have you so how how is that do you know go... i
2: just didn't eat there. okay got i yeah. bring my own food and it they're like give it like two months and my thing was i'm i don't like placing time to validate something I don't like saying, I've been at this for five years. There. I don't like that. It's mm. all about the, the depth, the quality of it. You know, it's not about the how long. So, but when I crossed the two-year mark, they were like, okay. We so every time you come home, we're going to make something for
1: you. Oh. They came in
2: after a while. They're like, we're going to research and we're going to do something. My mom actually tried. She tricked me the first the first year she tricked me. She made something for me, she's like, "This is vegan," and I smelled it. I was like, "Okay, go." Cool. I looked at it; looked like it was. I was like, "Okay," so I ate it. I'm like, Mm-mm. "No, there's there's meat in here. There's definitely meat in here," and that was my first year. And I I could have been really upset. Yeah. I been, like I
1: know a lot of people that would have gotten like, very
2: upset. I was like, "No, it's okay. She's not fighting me." Um, there's another thing I want to talk about that that it's very I've spoken about it quite a bit, but I'm never going to stop. She hates the story, but I'll share it. It's a, it's about um, sexuality. I'll, I'll get to it just now, but it wasn't about her uh, fighting me. Mm. It was remember now with food comes memories. Mm. Mm. So when you give when you lay to rest that lifestyle of eating those type of foods you're also forgetting your mother that passed on the memories that Mm. she passed with you you know the times that your father and you would bond over fishing and you you know so once you say I don't eat fish anymore you're kind of spitting on those Mm. memories because you won't be able to access them it's almost it's almost the same way once you build that type of mindset with religion and that's all I know I only know this religion Mm. so when you say that this God or this thing doesn't exist you're Everything that I am, um, choices. So going back to the sexuality, then I love the story. I've shared it on a public platform before on TV, and uh, my mom hated it. She's like, (laughs) "Don't ever do that again." (laughs) I'm gonna do it again. So this is me doing it again. If you're you're listening, mom,
1: (laughs) doing it again.
2: (laughs) again. Definitely do it again. So when I was, because I always liked international things, I always looked. At how black South Africans lived, and I feel like they have this thing of being little, like let's be little, but let's be a lot. Let's our mindset is gonna be very. Let's not aim too high. It's the the nail that sticks out gets. What's the There's a saying. That's a Chinese saying. The nail that sticks out gets hammered. I think something along those lines. So let's no one stick out. Let's just all just be. and if you do try and stick out we're just going to be oh you're trying to be better than us now or you think you're better I've noticed that also in the Mm. community because there's a I grew up around that (laughs) as well and I realized that if you look at America which is the closest thing I could access everything is big everyone's loud there's big cars big booties big everything is huge big chains the hip-hop cultures everything is huge and I like that it's like but then even in there there's a there's a there's a con also because then you're not tending to the core of who you are i say all that to say this right so i was influenced by that culture and i was like and i only looked at it as a a polar opposite of the reality i was living in
1: Mm.
2: i was like i want that there's a group called b2k um had omari on i
1: them. love b2k and, yeah so i went I, through a hip-hop phase
2: oh hey <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> did you dance also
1: yeah yeah no, a <laughs> no, no but i okay. dated a, a yeah what do you call it one of those breakdance kind of, a break dance, yeah, yeah, yeah. wow that was I saw sad. this and I was like that's wave that's definitely, that's breakdance <laughs> I in a breakdance for like a whole six months oh yeah dance it was so much
2: fun yeah. anyway so, I interrupt so um, I used to watch the style and I used to be influenced by the style I still kind of I still very much am but I feel like right now I'm an amalgamation of both worlds I haven't found my warm spot yet but i'm still working towards creating it because i don't think it exists i'm just creating it i don't think it ever ends actually creation of that warm
1: mm, spot. i, I agree with that it. as yeah. well because it's it, and it is it's all about the journey right so that yeah. will never end because yeah. you don't ever reach a place where you're like okay now i'm happy yeah you're like have to keep progressing keep, yeah also in
0: the art of life video that we referenced earlier mm-hmm. was the guy says his process. is his life is a process of iteration
1: mm. like constant it never st- change it
0: never, never stops it's like a circle yeah, you, you constantly iterate and wherever you are at a certain point in time is an accumulation of all the previous iterations mm. Mm.
1: yeah so that warm yeah I like that anyway yeah.
2: <laughs> so um Back to the story, mom.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm waiting for this process.
2: So I was once uh, cleaning up the house, and I was looking for something in my parents' bedroom, and I looked up, and I saw B2K. It wasn't the first time. But for some reason, that day, they just, just blew my mind. I was trying to figure out what it was, and it was their eyebrows. They had, like, these lines on their eyebrows, like these... Like, I don't know why they had these lines in them, And I was like, that's so cool. Why are those lines there? But I want it, right? I was like, I've never seen it. I want it. Um, that same weekend, we had an event, a family event. And um, family, there's always drama. But I was in my own bubble, with my imagination. I just had this way of always leaving the drama. And, and that somehow made me cool to other kids. So they always followed me and they taught me how to be a leader because they just followed me and had to protect themselves. But anyways, so now I'm at this uh, family event. It was... Um, a slaughtering of some cow for some reason
1: <laughs> for some
2: reason <laughs> for some reason somebody it was a cleansing of some sort or whatever um which is another thing I wanted to happen to just now so there's a little pocket in that. Mm, I was okay I'm looking forward to that um so at before when we went to this event the um, the kids the male kids got caught and like, you guys have scruffy hair we need to clean you up because this is a special event so we went to the barber and I got to the barber i just like bro before you cut my hair I want do you know B2K I want the lines that B2K has in their eyebrows like what B2 what what is that <laughs> and I explained to him I want a line right here on my eyebrow maybe even three okay and i was i was going for it you know i didn't know anything about it but i was like that thing looks so cool i'll be happy if i catch a reflection of myself and see those three lines i'll be happy so um before he's like no let me cut your hair he cuts my hair it gets done there's about five of us as kids there um yeah five of us just uh, gents but they're all younger than me so i get my hair cut and i look great I'm like, wow i look good full salon <coughs> full Everybody's there. It's like packed guys, girls, old, young. Everybody's there. So I look at him like, okay, cool. I'm ready now. Do, do Through these, these three lines. He does the first line. I'm like, okay, that's cool. He's like, are you sure you want another one? I'm like, yeah. Like, yeah, this is perfect. Do another one. He does another one, but he touches my eye with a very sharp blade. Oh my God. The actual eyelid. So as he touched it, there was a second. I moved like so, <gasps> I moved my head to one direction and my whole eyebrow
1: oh my God. <laughs> falls
2: off. It's not the whole eye, it's like half. So like just from here, half of it falls off.
1: And oh, that's not what you wanted. That's not what I wanted.
2: So I look <laughs> in the mirror and I'm like, oh wow wow it looks so good just now when i had the two with the one and i just ruined it because i wanted more i literally flew too close to the sun i was so (laughs) angry you know i was like okay cool what to do can you can you and he's like laughing he starts laughing so i'm like why are you laughing he's like no it just looks because you look great now you just kind of messed up the whole look i can't look at anything else besides your eyebrow but i'm bleeding so i'm like this is, this could have gone really bad. I could have been blind, for the, not blind, but had one eye for the rest of my life. But it didn't get worse until my little brother saw me and he literally rolled on the floor. He was laughing so loud that by the time we left the salon, everybody in the salon was laughing. You
0: know, one of those <laughs>
2: con- contagious laughs, you know? Yeah. yeah those con- and he was running around and he would roll on the floor on the hair, people's hair, he, he didn't care. He was just like,
1: enjoying.
2: Because <laughs> I was always that kid, you know, like that cool Badass, kid, and yeah. now like, I have this thing and it's right on my face, he's laughing at me. So needless to say, for a long story short, I go to the family gathering, everyone's laughing. Literally, in the car on my trip, going back home, everyone's laughing, and I'm just there with my head down the whole time. And then finally, when this event is over, because everyone kept on asking what happened? Why? Why did you do that? I get back home. Like, home, home. Because there's a very wealthy side of my family, and there's an okay side of my family. So we left the very wealthy side of my family into this kind of okay side of my family. And I'm just kind of, like, back home now in my bedroom with Eminem and Tupac and everybody, you know, the walls. and sitting there, like, I know I'm in trouble. My mom's probably going to give me a lecture now. So she comes into the room. She's like emotional. There's like tears on her eye. She's like, Why'd you embarrass me like that? I'm like, What? Like, you're tweezing your eyebrows now? Do you wanna be gay? Is that what you're trying to be? She whips out a belt and she whips me. And that was the most painful whippings I ever received in my whole life. And I was a really naughty kid. But that one, I was like, What is gay? I, I don't know what she was talking about. The punchline of this whole story is it's about it's been about twenty-five years.
1: Since that day. Okay.
2: My mother's now divorced to my father, and she's married to a female. So she That is crazy. I just got very you, Yo, <laughs> you get it?
1: Because it's, it is it's the pain inside yourself that you project on everybody yeah. else yeah. always.
2: So that was the punchline of um, for that whole I don't know if you guys can see I still kind of have that. Yeah, like, I, I, yeah. 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 I saw it as you Yeah literally I t- till this day whenever I go to the bar I'm like yep you know let's do this because it's a reminder to me. It's like a tattoo. It's like a badge of honor of I had to be to play the Jesus role At that time For me It's mm. like the Jesus role At that time Or I took the hits For her own Thing that she's been Suppressing so long Yeah
1: And it and must have me. been Heartache Because also I mean In in these days, it's still not as yeah. It's not widely accepted to just be gay in certain cultures. Like if mm-hmm. you think about Afrikaans culture as yeah. well, it's very it's yeah. very taboo still. Yeah. And I'm sure I'm not sure what Sulu culture is like. <sighs> it's worse. But it oh, I wouldn't so say hard worse for than her, that, but
2: I mean it's worse for somebody who's been portraying something that's so anti something yeah. to now. And she really wanted my approval at the beginning of it. She was like, oh, cry. she was like, I don't know if I I want to tell you something because she's been she had been gone. She was incarcerated for a while you know so when she came back it was more now a matter of I know who I am and this is who I am are you okay with it and I was Sweet. like it's fine it's okay mm-hmm. and I was like so when I was poking fun at her during the wedding day I was like so that whipping was basically you hitting yourself <laughs> the, oh, the, the you inside. that's so yeah. beautiful and I always talk about that story just to kind of speak that to remind people most of the things that people have a problem with like we spoke about, for example, when people say, why are you a vegan? And before you can even answer, they're like, I could never. It's because they're
1: trying that to Yeah, mm,
2: There's something in them that's kind of like, this makes sense. But their hard programming mm. is, is against it. Mm. And the only person that can break that programming down is themselves. Mm. No, and I could never tell somebody why they should be vegan. I could just tell you why I am. Mm. <clears throat> I've learned that because I've tried that. I, I have. I've, I've been... Going back to religion. I've also Bible bashed people. I was at a point where I was like, don't swear, don't play that music around me. Don't I, I burnt my first Air Force shoes that I because I I went deep into Illuminati and I learned about the people that run the world and their, their gender. And, and I was like, okay, my 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 question through all of this, is still a question I live by. What are you gonna do about it? Mm. That's, like, if someone calls you a word that you don't like, if someone brings something, what are you going to do about it? And not what you're going to do to them. What are you, internally, how are you going to deal with this? How are you going to adapt? How are you going to tweak it? How are you going to move? What are you going to do about it? It's not about just what's going on to me. It's not a victim mindset. Mm. Type of mm. thing, you know?
1: So, yeah, I like that. Yeah. Okay.
2: Oh. oh, yeah, going back to that animal thing. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> I am now... Oh, it's the first time I'm ever gonna say this. I'm I'm I say I'm vegan. I'm not vegan. The reason why I say I'm not vegan is because I'm still learning day in, day out. I feel like my goal is to be alkaline vegan. There's this guy called Dr. Sibi who spoke about the black man's diet. Right? We're meant to eat things from Africa to, you know it cures he's cured hiv he's cured cancer wow cured. he's cured things, dr sibi he, he's, cu- he's cured so many things they took him to court because they're like you're a false doctor prove you he literally won against the states in the, in the, the courts in america
1: that's amazing
2: yeah and there's a, they believe that he was um they believe that he was assassinated uh like he there was a hit on him like because he just recently died so, uh, I
1: believe that.
2: They, they, yeah, apparently. I don't really know the, the details of his death, but he was very closely related to a lot of celebrities. In fact, he came to South Africa to push the agenda of veganism before, or just when Nelson Mandela came out. Wow. So, but they just told him to F off. <laughs> of <course. laughs> and they were like, no, screw you, are messing with our food now, screw away. Yeah. went throughout Africa trying to do the same thing. So then from that he learned that people of power don't really care what they do with their power they abuse their power Mm. most of the time you know because he came with a solution and he proved this works because of this this is an african diet for people in africa let's give him that's you know that was his mindset it was like he's going to focus on the people and then the rest of the world will kind of kind of also that was his mindset that's how he was curing the world and literally the fact that he had cured cured um, HIV and cancer and all these other diseases. And blind people, blind through eating well and drinking high pH water and all that wasn't enough. You know, it wasn't enough for people to buy into it. So my goal is to, at some point, become an alkaline vegan. I'm not there. I'm not even at vegan level yet. But I say it because I'm kind of speaking it into being. Mm. I say it because the principles Mm. are there. I say it because... I don't eat meat, you know, but it's not, I don't eat, I don't not eat meat because of fear of something. I'm very healthy in general, you know, in terms of being active and in general and all those other things. But I've never been sick. I was a sickly child, but as an adult, I I really didn't get Mm. sick. So there's no real reason for me to be going by vegan besides motivating and speaking, bring a question mark. To, to my fellow black boy in the township. And I'm saying black boy in the township because I know what it is to mm. be that. So I'm speaking and living that for that person. And hopefully when they are curious what veganism is, maybe they can even one-up and do what I couldn't do because... I don't believe that I'm there yet. Maybe mm-hmm. they could be. They could jump straight to alkaline vegan or something like that. Yeah,
1: you, know? you never know. H. You never know.
2: But you you speak your 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 future into being, and even your present. I mean, I believe you manifest things like that. But it's not just about speaking it and tricking yourself to believing it's true. It's also the action.
1: Yeah. You know, yes. Exactly. The small that. steps, incremental steps that you yeah. can take now towards that goal. I totally agree. It's like yeah. exactly how we living, like. <laughs> Sure, there's just so much that I want to do and so much that we want to be and so much that we want to achieve and effect for, like do for people in the world and whatever. Yeah. but unless you start manifesting it now by speaking and doing the small things, you'll never get there.
2: So like for me, I, 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 <laughs> it falls into plant-based, what I am. Um, but things such as family rituals, I still partake in. I don't eat the meat. Mm. You know, I don't, there's certain things I don't do. Like, for example, I have, I'm a biker. I have a leather jacket that I got as a gift from my father.
1: Mm. And I'm like, not gonna I'm give. not going to
2: turn it down. It's it's a gift from my father, you know, but it's an, and I know that it's an animal. Now my job is to teach him. And so I'm not going to be like, no, dad, I'm not going to wear this. It's no, I'm going to accept and say, thank you very much. That one's me. At, that's me showing him that I appreciate him and, and love him and I'll sit with him wearing it mm. but I'll then educate him about what I'm eating. So next time we sit together and he's open up that warm spade for space for me in his heart and we can talk about it and be like, Okay cool. This is not what I do because of this. Have you noticed this? Our family literally doesn't really have any sicknesses or has had sicknesses because of A, B, and C. And you know, I feel like I'm 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 the veganism choice or the the plant-based choice is is, is, a,
1: is
2: a is a is an ancestral thing for anyone who believes in that stuff I do. I believe that many people have lived before us and they still live after us. Mm. The reason why I say that when I look at practicality, a son who's never met his father will walk like his father and talk like his father look like his father and even do things that his father did. he never met, and his father. Is doing that after the great-grandfather so when does it stop it may mm. skip a couple generations but we're just coming back and coming back and coming back and mm. it's like we keep forgetting that we came back so that's just my perspective your face always remembers how your great 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 grandparents look you don't even have a photo but every time you look in the mirror you're like oh actually that's that's probably someone else's nose i don't know how my nose became like that that's mm. someone was somewhere you know because I get told all the time you have exotic features you don't look South African you don't look Zulu I get told by Zulu people that I grew up in KZN. and I always got that every day which is another thing for oh, black sheep man. I believe my people were like this at some point where mm. they only eat from the earth I believe that they did travel a lot hence the different
1: type of DNA or different power 100% Mm. nomadic hunter-gatherer culture is like 100% where we came from and obviously so I mean I'm actually from Europe Mm. in my lineage Mm. but even then if you look back before Ugh, the agriculture was actually the, the tipping point of humanity, mm. like setting down roots. and Anyway, that's a whole other discussion I'm to <laughs> into right now. Um, to wrap it up, because I know Lawrence has some commitments off this. And life. <laughs> I uh, I would yeah. like to ask you what, if you were stuck in an elevator with with the young Zulu boy from the township or young black boy from the township, whoever, yeah. that, that you that you see or that probably wants something from their life other than what they have right now. Mm. What would that nugget of like fifteen second, thirty second, a minute, this is what I can tell you from my experience, and maybe it's relating to plant-based or like the fact that you're now living in, in Joburg and you have multiple TV shows and you're mm. like in demand and you've got an amazing Instagram following and I mean all these things are... It's like material in a way but it's like a a success and it should be commended and and that's something that a lot of people want so if you look at your life and you look at that boy what Mm. would you say
2: I say the pixels make the bigger picture don't focus so much on the bigger picture know the bigger picture know what you would like but don't don't beat yourself up about not being the bigger picture it's all about we are our decisions and that's true for everybody no matter where they are in life so if you decide to do something do it enjoy it that's life that's who you are you know at some point you make your decisions and then later on in life your decisions make you so it, I, we're just that we're a countless collection of experiences and decisions that we've that we've made so be very very intentional and accountable to that because no one has all the answers
1: Franklin wants to give you kisses because that was so beautiful. That was beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. Pleasure. Thank you for for joining us today. It was really, really a great chat. I had a very I didn't say a lot because I
0: was just (laughs) listening. Man, it was so cool chatting to you. Thank you so much.
1: Yeah, appreciate the time. And I really, I hope this reaches the people that it needs to because it's a beautiful message. And Mm. I think so many people need to hear what you have to say. So... Appreciate it. Alrighty, This is Lexi, Lawrence. this is B-U,
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: and little Franklin on his lap. <laughs> yeah. Thanks so my, much for can listening. Can my handle in there? Of course you can. Yeah. Yes, please. Do a self-punt. Do whatever. Say all the things. I'm gonna put it in the text as well, but okay. please.
2: So, um, this is B-U uh, underscore Zulu vegan uh, on all platforms. Um, my music is coming out soon. Give it a listen. And um, a lot of acting work is also out, so you'll be seeing a lot more me.
1: Yeah. yeah. The the Instagram is on fire. We've we've gotta get in on all the shows. I'm quite excited. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'll post some some links and handles and stuff in the mm-hmm. in all the, the content we share online. And mm-hmm. once again, thank you so much. That was amazing. Thank you. We're coming to you from Under the Bogan mm-hmm. Yeah. Hope you enjoyed that episode. Thanks, Kay. Bye. (laughs) Bye. (laughs)